Hello and welcome to the Oi Let's Talk podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Gemma. Two friends talking fitness, mindset, business and everything else in between. We really mean everything. Expect banter, education and organised chaos. Your new podcast besties. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Oi Let's Talk podcast. If you are watching us live on YouTube or TikTok, hello, we fucking love you. But also look at the state of me and look at Gemma. We went for two different life paths today, clearly. I have literally rolled out of bed. My hand does not match my face. Don't bring it up. I know that you guys are going to make me into a meme. I know you're going to bring it up. I think you're beautiful. I love you, but I didn't fake tan. So I'm pale and we have a goddess sitting in front of me. So the hype on it. Anyways, thank you. that's my intro for the day. That's my story. What are we talking about today? We have a really fucking good topic. Yeah. It's in depth. It's juicy. And I feel like if you are someone who uses social media, either as a consumer or as a business owner, you're going to want to listen to this episode. So today we are talking all about social media 101, how to navigate having a presence online and how to make an impact online as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go. Okay. Should I start with the presence online? Yes. Okay. Let's start with that. So I think having a presence online, firstly, probably the biggest thing is you need to be okay to criticism. Sorry, not okay. You need to be open to other people criticizing the work that you do and not everybody liking you. Yeah. You can't please everyone and that's totally okay. Yeah. Yeah. But brace for that because the, you know, bigger impact, the bigger reach you have, the more you're opening yourself up to potential negativity Mm. as well. And there is an amazing book. It's called The Four Agreements and it pretty much is giving you, if you live by these four agreements, you're going to have a more peaceful and happier life. And one of them is just understanding that when people talk shit, when they have something negative to say, it is just a projection. And you are going to face this a lot as you build your social media presence, as you start to leverage your unique voice, your your unique opinions. And it's okay. Remember, I've said it before, if you're trying to speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one. And it is okay to be a little bit different. Yeah. And I think um, understanding that when this does happen, again, it's a projection. Mm. Two, it doesn't need to mean anything. So I would like to talk about ways to kind of mitigate some of the negativity online. What were we going to say? Sorry. I want to ask a question. (laughs) Have you ever copped any sort of negativity or hate? I mean, this week in that video was pretty brutal. So just a bit of context, I did a quick arm workout. I posted it probably about six weeks ago Mm. and it popped off a little bit in terms of engagement. And then I keep getting notifications every day and it's mainly men that are just commenting on an array of shit. Some of it's just like weird, weirdly sexualizing Mm. me and others are just like straight up putting me down. And I mean, I've copped it a little bit over the yeah. years just as I post stuff, but like this is just a concentrated amount of negativity. So things along the lines of you ha- like this is how much it varies actually. This is a good like insight mm. into how you can post something and it can be perceived so many different ways. Yeah. So this particular video, if you scroll down, you'll see this is awesome. Thank you. 
followed by you've got a shit attitude, followed by <laughs> love this video, saved, followed by I like your camel toe. <laughs> honestly, honestly, followed by um, why are you doing that way? That's wrong. Like just so much like yeah. either attacking or undermining or just like just straight up being mean. Yeah. And it's just kind of unfortunately part and parcel with putting stuff out there. Yeah. So I feel like now, I mean, if that happened a few years ago, it might have impacted me more, mm. but especially since going on the show, we got a bit of training mm. about kind of like copying, like, you know, how do you hey, kind of manage yeah. um, things online? And I think um, some of the biggest things were you can filter out keywords on your social media so that they don't get posted. Yeah. So that's an important one. Like if there's negative words or abusive words, you can actually go into Instagram setting and put those in there so then they can't be commented on yeah. your stuff. So that's something that I didn't know existed. Another thing is just having like a game plan. So mm. I left that up there because I actually was interested in seeing what was going to happen. Mm. Um, but in future, I'll probably either just block or mute or whatever it is mm. I need to do just to kind of stop the conversation. Mm. And when it comes to arguing with people online, so say I post something and someone wants to argue, I always analyze is the person that I'm having a conversation or a disagreement with, are they open to seeing my point of view? Mm. Is this person open to a healthy debate or have they already made up their mind? Mm. If they've already made up their mind or if they're already set in their ways, it's just a waste of energy. So I think that's something that I've learned to do over the years is just to know the key difference between the two. So then I'm not wasting my time and my energy and kind of becoming negative about mm. it and I also think like I just can't be fucked defending myself like at the end of the day like we know I've posted something I think it's a thing I really like my posts I watch my stories 7,000 times a day being like you absolute baddie keep going <laughs> I'm not going to waste my energy arguing with some random fucking person on the internet the whole thing confuses me, right? It's like apples and oranges. Yeah. It's like I could do a post about how good something is and then everyone, like not everyone, but people on the internet just always expect everything to be catered towards to their desires. It's honestly a really strange phenomenon. Like I just really don't understand mm. how you could come on to someone's page that you're not following and then either tell them like, I don't like that. That's wrong. Just find the things you do like. Like, it honestly perplexes yeah. me, but it's definitely a thing. So I would just say don't bother engaging mm. if it's just a, like straight out hate mm. or negativity. And also stay, don't let that um, skew you. you or rock you from putting stuff out there. Mm. Because unfortunately, I think anyone that we speak to that posts online, they will all have some sort of experience and mm. way of coping with this. Yeah. I'm just a blocker. Yeah, love a block. Like, sorry, but if you're, like, in my anonymous NGL every single week with the same fucking shit, you're yeah. getting blocked, man. Give it up. Give it a rest. I am so big on the block that if you follow – sorry, if you just stalk me or ever message me anything mean and are hiding behind an anonymous profile, see ya. I'm not even bothering. Like, who no. are you? See ya. See ya. Block. So just honestly, there's so much power and it's actually mm. just nice to take back, like, how do you want to consume social media? Do you want it to be a battlefield where you're constantly dealing with hate and negativity and maybe following accounts that trigger you? No, mm. you have the power to make it a as positive experience as possible. You can cut, block, delete, mute, 
as many people as you yeah. need to. And that's just part of it. And you'll feel so much better about putting stuff out there if you're not letting this rock you when mm. someone does have something negative to say. Yeah. And I also think everyone is going to have their own subjective opinions on different topics. Yeah. Not everyone's going to like you. There's probably multiple people that look at me and think, fuck, she's a flog. Whatever. It actually doesn't bother me. about them. Because those people are not my people. No. They're probably not the people I want to work with. They're probably not the people I want to be friends with. They're probably not the people I would ever enter a relationship with. So it doesn't bother me, right? It honestly doesn't. It's just noise. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you are going to be putting yourself out on the internet, it is something that you need to be prepared for. It is something that you of. need to be aware of. But also know that you have complete control over your social media, whether you're a consumer or a person putting themselves out there on the internet. So for example, if you are scrolling past something and you realize that you don't necessarily agree with it or that you would have worded it differently or it pisses you off or it makes you feel some kind of way, instead of going and commenting some stupid fucking hate on it, just unfollow that person and also know that not everything was made for you. And on the flip side of putting content out there as a creator, mm. as a business, it's also okay if people unfollow you because they don't resonate mm. with your content. It's not the end of the world. No. It's not personal most no. of the time. It's literally just maybe you used to post only about a certain thing and now you've pivoted and they're not interested in what you've pivoted mm. in. I think taking away some of that kind of like making it mean something will just make it feel a lot more comfortable when you do change direction or if you do start posting more or yeah. whatever it is. And I also think there's a part to that as well where people might even unfollow you because you trigger the fuck out of them. Yeah. And that's also okay. Yeah. It's not a personal attack. Again, it's probably a them thing. It's probably a projection. It's probably whatever. And we don't need to hold grudges or be like, oh my God, I can't believe that person unfollowed me for X, Y, and Z It doesn't reason. need to mean... No. It doesn't need to mean as much as we make it mean. No. And as a consumer, if you know that somebody is triggering you, if they're making you compare your body to them, if they're making you feel inadequate, question your self-worth, whatever it looks like, just unfollow them. Social media can be such a fucking amazing tool for friendships, for business, for networking, for connections, for information. Yeah. If it's used correctly. But if you're noticing that every single time you're opening up your socials, you're comparing your life, you're comparing everything and you're starting to feel really shitty about yourself and you're noticing that that's not good for your health or your mental health, it's totally fine to unfollow, block and mute people if that's what you need to do. Yeah, I think take the power back and mm. create the kind of environment on social that media that want. feels good. Yeah. And when you have new interests or if you kind of go in a different mm. direction, find people who are talking about those things because it's going to inspire and motivate you. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And I think going back to the hate and receiving any sort of hate comments, I think it's also important as a creator to, I think you already touched on this actually, but to not let it, stop you from continuing to move. Yeah. Because what I see happens in the industry a lot, I work with a lot of business coaches and so uh, business coaches, business owners. And so do you, yeah. where probably the number one thing is like, if I post someone and someone doesn't agree, or this person said that I was an idiot, or this person said that I look like X, Y, and Z, 
they tend to retreat and not want to show up anymore, therefore not living to their expectation, to their dream life, whatever. So don't be afraid that if people don't agree with you, like that doesn't mean that you need to completely stop what it is that you're doing and change your whole perceptions, opinions on everything. Agree. Mm. I think um, I just wanted to – we've touched on the negativity. Mm. We've touched on kind of creating a positive space online. I think the other thing I wanted to speak about is – I've forgotten. Trends. This is a big one. I really want to talk about trends and how we need to be conscious consumers in the things that we are consuming. I love this. So, for example – There is a TikTok trend going around at the moment. And if you guys are on TikTok, majority of our listeners probably are because they all should be following us on the Oilets Talk podcast TikTok account. Obviously. Obviously. There is a trend going around at the moment, girl dinner. Yeah. Right? Girl dinner. Girl dinner. (laughs) And to be honest, I love the idea of this because I think that this could be something that's like fun and like you can have like a gym girl dinner where you're eating like fuckloads of protein and a big, a big hearty meal. Yeah. But also on the flip side of this, I've seen some content that's probably very damaging, especially when you look at the demographic of TikTok. Yeah. Young women. A girl dinner of two rice cakes with honey is not fucking dinner. Yeah. So I think it's very important as a consumer that when you're looking at things like this or there's trending content, don't fall into the cycle of being a TikTok dickhead. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And if you are a creator falling into the cycle of being a TikTok dickhead, really look at the stuff that you're doing and understand the impact and influence that can actually have on your audience because it can be super damaging. Two rice cakes with honey is not enough for a dinner. That's half a snack. Like doesn't even touch the sides. Doesn't touch the sides. I completely agree with the trends. Like the girl dinner is the most recent one. Mm. But yeah, I think every time something comes out, there was actually – it didn't last for very long, but there was like this silly trend about like, so, like there was like this the thigh gap thing that mm. we used to always see and like people striving for that. And yeah. I think like certain shapes, like at the moment, you know, glutes. And then years yeah. ago, it was like, you know, being really, Collarbones. really thick. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think that when you are producing content, being aware of who is watching and mm-hmm. how people will take, you know, if you're presenting yourself as an authority, people will take what you say as gospel. Yeah. So you really need to be careful not to get caught up in that. It's kind of like, you know, what I eat in a day, but sometimes, oh. you know, if you're not mindful of how that content come across, mm. comes across, it can be super, super restrictive if it's not many calories. So I yeah. think that there's just ways to go about things mm-hmm. and just not to get caught up. I kind of hate the what I eat in a day videos. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't mind if it's like what I ate on this day yeah. kind of video. So yeah. it's just like showcasing your day of food, yeah. but it's not highlighting how many calories are in every single meal. It's not like this is what I eat every to single day this. to get this or to grow my glutes or to become leaner or more toned. I think again, that can be quite damaging because you know, if you're not somebody who knows how to use social media or maybe you are easily influenced or maybe you just are not educated around nutrition and training, you're going to look at that and think, okay, well, if I eat 1600 calories, I'm going to get the exact same results and my body's going to look the exact same as this person. There's just not enough context online. Exactly. There's not enough context. So if you are a creator creating content, just be aware that you are having influence on other people. And if you are a consumer consuming it, be aware that trends can be damaging And just know that if you're not enjoying it, you can always click away. Unfollow. 
unsubscribe, yeah, do whatever I you love need to do. Blocking people, I get a thrill out of blocking people. <laughs> do we need to talk about that? I yeah, maybe I should journal about that later. But I actually get a thrill of unblock, uh, like of blocking people. Like if I you're kind of mean feel to like me, you take your power back. Yeah, I'm not letting you impact nah, me. If you're like mean to me, I don't have get time. Get on your bike, love. Yeah. See you later. Right into the sunset like that guy. Land on your back like a turtle. See ya. <laughs> See you later. Um, I was also just going to speak about something that people may do um, unconsciously mm. online when they're creating content. So say people have their own issues with food yes. or with training, right? And they are not qualified. They're just people that go to the gym, mm. people that are eating or whatever, I think that they can unknowingly speak using certain language that I think can be damaging. So I'm going to use an example of, it's summer, let's get a bikini body. Everyone's mm. got to do, you know, fat loss, deficit, bikini body. Like I just, some of that language I think really um, mm. blurs, not blurs a line, some of that language I think is just straight up, triggering in terms of one telling you that you have to lose weight by summer to look good in a bikini like that's just an issue in itself and just some of it's just very like predatory in terms of just like this pressure of having to lose weight under this certain time frame so people look good is how I feel like it comes Mm. across and I feel like you can say sure get fit for summer, get your shit together, get healthy, healthy, whatever like there's certain language that can be used but Mm. I think it's as someone making content, being mindful of how that can come across and how that can be perceived. And then also as a consumer who wants to get healthy or wants to get fit, don't get caught in some of that. Cause it can be quite like, you know, if someone's like, Oh, do I need to do that? Or whatever it mm-hmm. might be, it can also be harmful in that way. Mm. On the flip side, if you follow people who speak negatively about their own body, I feel like that can have a flow on effect to their, um, you know, to the consumer mm. of that. So whether it be saying, you know, oh, I'm burning off what I ate yesterday because I was mm. naughty. All yeah. it is is they've had like a meal out. Like mm. I just think that there's a lot there in terms of being conscious consumers and also being conscious as a creator of what language you're using mm. online, especially if you are a coach. Yeah. I think a prime example of that is, for example, someone who has competed before, now obviously not competing, but constantly posting comp photos where they feel like they need to do that to get views, likes, follows, or feel like they're accepted. That can be, again, quite damaging on your audience, especially if you're a coach doing that. I find like if you are somebody who's preaching body positivity and doing all of the things like in line with being healthy, but you're constantly reverting back to the old way that you looked, you're actually not living in your truth right now, which is scary. And if you're not comfortable with yourself in all phases, it's also not imparting that onto your clients, your clients. that they can, you know, thrive in maintenance. Yes. That it's okay to have a little eat bit more, more food, but eat more food, not having to rigidly track mm. every single meal. Mm. And another kind of point to touch on from there is If you only as a creator are so focused on showing up online perfectly, Mm. you're kind of creating this false sense of reality of how you live your life. I'm going to use the example of like, um, you know, those like daily vlogs and it's like opening up the bed sheet and (laughs) And floating out of bed and it's like, it's so aesthetic, right? And like, good for you. Like, but who lives like that? I I don't know anybody. I need to meet them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if I was watching that and I was like, everything's perfect, right? The whole routine, like getting 
I'm just, it's reminding water glasses. It's the glasses. The it's the greens. The it's all of it, yeah. right? And like, I love the aesthetic. Like, love I like it. the idea of like mm. having your shit together and having a thing. But I think that if that is all that I followed and everything was perfectly edited, it's probably going to make you feel inadequate or like you're not doing enough and I just wanted to touch on the fact that that's not real life yeah and that's probably like uh common knowledge right but Mm. I think it's also just worthwhile to remind you that what we are seeing online is often a uh, filtered and a snapshot of people's highlight reels and if that's what you want to post that in itself is fine as Mm. long as you're touching on the fact that that is not your everyday that that is just a snapshot of what Mm. you feel like posting but people live messy lives and Mm. that is also fine and normal like maybe you've slept in and it's more relatable it's just honestly real people do real shit and it's not going to be a perfectly curated instagram feed and this is just a reminder not to compare Mm. yourself to that amen more mic drops more mic drops no but i also think it's important like instagram is a high is a highlight reel and on the flip side of that i also think that you can be living a really fucking great life and be posting about it and be the most happy, amazing person. And then on the flip side of that, you can also be hating everything about your life. So remembering when you're looking at social media, it is a highlight reel. You don't have to take everything for gospel. If you're offended, you can block, you can delete, you can move on from your life and it's all good. But being mindful, I think wrapping it up, what's the time? Time check. Um, Wrapping it up. Being mindful of how you're consuming content, the power is always in your hands. You have the power to beautifully curate curate your social media and what you see. And as a creator, be mindful of the stuff that you post. Understand that sometimes trends can be damaging and just be more of a forward thinker. Yeah. And don't be put off by somebody not liking your content. It's just not your person. Hmm. And don't forget to continue being a bad bitch. Absolutely. Amen. Thanks for listening. Yes. That was good. I loved that. You guys know where to find us. Follow, like, subscribe on our Instagram, on our TikTok, on our YouTube. If you've liked this episode, please give it five stars. It really does help. And if you have any Q&A questions you would love us to touch on each week, please send them to us via DM. And we love you so much. Goodbye. Bye.